Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Okay. Does anyone have any questions at all? Concerns, suggestions, comments? Tomorrow there's a, a post storm coming to Los Angeles, Southern California, so please be careful. Uh, I hope it won't rain too much. Uh, but we also have Ulambana tomorrow at LMT, so I hope you can make it. Come and join us. Okay. Uh, um, all right. Uh, Looking back, before I learned Chan, I ran to the, the Buddha Dharma, the teaching master, my Chinese master, Master Xinhua. Uh, I was afflicted every single day. Mm. I can't remember a single day where, where I wasn't afflicted at all. What's an affliction? That's an affliction. No one knows? Okay. Uh, Yes, go for us. You, if you afflict it every day, then basically affliction is normal. It's part of your life, right? You live with it. Yeah. So we accept being afflicted as normal. Yes, go ahead. Go for it. Nghĩa có nghĩ phiền não là những cái sự việc xảy ra không đúng như cái ý muốn của mình. Hoặc là những người khác đối xử cũng không có um, theo cái ý của mình. Ai gì đâu Phật? Amitofo, Master, I think that uh, affliction is uh, an event or a thing that, ha- that is happening and it's not as we want it to uh, or other people treating us not the way that we want. All right. Okay. If that's a definition, then, uh, and then, uh, how often is that the case for you? How often are you afflicted? À, gì đâu Phật, giờ trước đây thì con có nhiều phiền não nhưng mà bây giờ cái gì con cũng cho qua hết thành ra cái tâm con nó rất là trống. Amitofo, uh, back 
Back then, I have a lot of affliction, and now things happen, and I'm just gonna let it go. So my mind is very empty. Yes, six. Good morning, Master. I think uh, affliction is anything that uh, our mind conjures up, whether it's positive or negative, or interior within ourselves, or coming towards us, a feeling on the outside, we experience all of that as affliction. Okay, all right. So affliction could be negative according to San Jose. Affliction can be negative, uh, mostly negative for uh, that uh, lady there in San Jose. And for you, it's both, right? Both negative and positive emotions. Yes bothers you or pleases you. Uh, yes, DTT. Hi, Master. Good morning, Master. Um, I think um, affliction is when someone does something and, and it hurts our ego and we get afflicted. The ego is hurt, so you're afflicted. All right. What about here? Uh, number five. Thank you, Master. Um, I think to be afflicted is to be attached. To be attached, all right? The concept here about affliction is that, and I just want to emphasize again, the point is that for ordinary people, to be afflicted is normal. It's a way of life, yes? In particular, when they are when, they're, when we, we are displeased or we are, we are unhappy, that's when we pay attention, yes? Uh, but then, you, we, then, then, then uh, we dislike it. But when we're pleased uh, and we're happy, uh, that's also an affliction. We don't think there's any problem for being happy, okay? or being pleased. We think it's a desirable. Whereas if we experience a negative emotion, then we feel there's a problem. There is, there is, it's undesirable. So far, so good. But they all are afflictions. Would you have uh, a negative emotion or positive emotion? They all are afflictions. Okay, what about no emotions, nonchalance? Is that an affliction? Yes, five. Thank, thank you, Master. Yes, I think it's an affliction as well. Sufficient, why? Because you're uh, attached to not being, it's like the, the other extreme. So once you feel like you're um, afflicted by all the emotions, so then you close yourself to not feel any emotions. He feels no emotions. He feels an, it's a, also an affliction. Yes, go for us. Master, um... 
I think uh, our aim is to have no emotion, but I think it would afflict regular people that we have no emotion. <laughs> she says, I like, I prefer to have no emotions, but it would bother my husband. <laughs> I said, you are made of stone. You turn into stone or wood. Yeah? Uh, all right? So, it's still undesirable or what? Is it desirable or undesirable? Yeah, go for us. Uh, Master, um, is it through Chan that we're trying to, or at least our aim is so that we are not as afflicted, so that we won't be easily swayed by um, both positive and negative responses? Okay, okay. In theory, we prefer not to have any affliction, okay, that we feel nothing. We don't feel too pleased or too displeased. Is it possible? Catholic. Good morning. <laughs> we gave you a microphone for, for a reason. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. Oh. Tomorrow's going to rain. What are we going to do now? <laughs> Sing in the rain. <laughs> yeah? Uh. Is it possible to have, to have no displeasure or pleasure or nonchalance? Yes, five. Thank you, thank you, Master. Yes, it's it's possible, and that's what Hinayana or Theravada they aim to. Not Mahayana. Uh, no, because Mahayana goes way beyond that. If if we so he says Hinayana are saints, Mahayana we are beyond saints. <laughs> yes, seven. Master, I think in the course of human emotions, uh, it's best to keep to the middle way a little bit of, of emotions goes a long way. Mm, middle way meaning, could you be specific, please? Well, not, don't, don't blow off on emotions and don't feel so down in the dumps with emotions. The middle way. There's going to be emotions uh, during the course of, of being a human. So you just got to keep in mind that the little bit goes a long ways. A little bit goes a long way. A little bit of money goes a long way. Is it enough to pay for the rent? Get roommates. <laughs> <laughs> How can it go a long way if it's not enough to pay for the rent or the utilities or the cell phone bills? Hmm? 
then you're going to be afflicted. You say, mm, I need more. Yes? Yes, go for us. Ayyadavad, nhà thưa thầy, con nghĩ rằng vô ký là một cái trạng thái của vô minh. Thì nó chỉ chờ có cái duyên xuất hiện thì phiền não sẽ khởi lên. Amitofo, um, so I think that the state of no emotion or wu qi is uh, one state that uh, the state of confusion is only waiting for a condition to arise so that the affliction will arise as well. Mm, okay. Um, all right, there's a lots of theories here. Uh, my interest, yes, uh, says. Um, I have a real-life uh, thing going on right now. So Real-life affliction, you mean thing? Is that why we're talking about yes, affliction? Yes. Okay. Real-life of affliction going on in my family right now. So my uh, son and his uh, family are in San Diego. And for the last... Oh, pre-storm. Yeah. Post-storm coming. Yeah. yeah. So my husband is really stressed out. He's been watching all the news about how it's going to be the storm and how where it's going to travel from and where it's going to go and blah de blah. And um, this morning he was telling me how depressed he was getting because he was worried about them and uh, it's going to ruin their vacation. And, oh. Oh, he's so worried about it. Their your son's vacation. Oh, yeah, he's so worried. Terrible. I mean, really worried about. Oh, and his. But why his, would you go to San Diego for vacation? By the way, just 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 curious. What's in San Diego? Legoland. Legoland. Legoland for a six-year-old is a big deal. I see. Right. Okay. I mean, that okay. is like. I mean, I. It sounds like for kids and even. Adults who are into big building with Legos, it's like the place to go, you know, paradise. I see. Lego okay, paradise. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay, okay so, um, of course, I will, uh, I'm not excited or thrilled about the, the, the hurricane coming, you know. I want everyone to be safe, but um, I have to temper a little bit of my... I wouldn't say nonchalance, but I'm not embracing the worry as much as my husband is. And I have to temper it a little bit, or I will seem like I'm not caring. Okay. Mm. That's true. So you nonchalant, but not as nonchalant. I mean, I, I have... To, to my husband, if you don't worry, that means you don't care. Mm. You know, so I have to look as though I'm a little bit worried. Hey. I, I, I care about my kids. So you're faking it. Yeah. My son is an adult. They're very, they have credit cards. You know, if something comes up and they get Okay, get, 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 get off the freeway, very, they very can good go point. Hotel. Very good point here. Okay, okay, that's a very, very interesting thing. Let, let, let's take on this thing here before we go back. We come, we, we come back to, to uh, the affliction thing. Okay, so 
She says she pretended to be afflicted just to appease the husband. All right? Isn't that an affliction itself? Yeah. Now you pay attention. <laughs> so in order to avoid a bigger affliction, you pretend to be afflicted. Yes. You're faking it. I have to. This is what women do. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to. We resent it. <laughs> well, maybe you do. If we find out <laughs> that you fake it, you well, think it's going to help? Yes. It makes him feel like he's not alone, and it also makes him feel like I care under okay. his standards. Okay, okay. So I have a man here who uh, has strong feelings about faking it, women faking it. <laughs> Seven. You put it that way, Master. Uh, what I'm alluding to is I agree. You agree? I agree that... You prefer to fake it. <laughs> the act... The act of agreeing with someone that is aggrieved over... My God, so you think you know someone after for years, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> they turn out not to be the person you think they are. Continue, please. Excuse me. It's an act of compassion. What? <laughs> it's not, it, it's, it, it's not an affliction. It's an act of compassion. You're comforting... You're giving solace, you're giving um, uh, togetherness with somebody. Even though they fake it? To a certain extent, yes. Uh, we always say uh, skillful <laughs> means. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Now I have, uh, I, uh, now I, I'm more humbled. <laughs> by my ignorance about you. <laughs> yes, Catholic. Now he wants to talk about faking it. Okay. Nine. Ocho. Um, I actually agree with them with faking it. Um, sometimes you have to fake it to support people. And sometimes their emotions too. Because um, sometimes people cannot handle bare truth. Okay, okay. This is interesting. I, I, I thought we could resolve it quickly, but we seem not to be able to. Okay? So you're saying that it's okay to be dishonest? And you, it doesn't bother you at all that someone you trust and you love and adore is actually a dishonest person? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I don't care what people say. They say, I know Buddhism, I've been learning Buddhism, all these things. And let me tell you, I look at all the people who are experts in Buddhism and know so much about Buddhism, I look at them as so afflicted. And now I'm finding out that they have no idea how to deal with a person who is dishonest, who, a woman, a special woman who fakes it. I don't have any solution here. Hey, a woman just come. You were talking about women faking it. <laughs> Out of love. I mean, <laughs> yes and I, I ate. 
It doesn't bother you. No, but it's not even lying, though, because you're supporting the person out of compassion. Is it really compassion? Yes, because you're giving them comfort. Now he's giving a name. The faker is compassionate. <laughs> you are confused. Yes, go forth. I'm, I'm calm. You know, I'm, I'm just shocked. That's all. I'm Itofo, Master. So I think if you are dishonest because you are trying to help the other person, maybe it will be fine. But if you are dishonest because you want to avoid the other person to reject you, that's not fine. It depends, like, it, it depends on your intention, maybe. So it is fine to fake it in order to help others. Yeah. You are sick. <laughs> Go back to Spain. <laughs> yes, uh, anyone else? I, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yes, five. It's no hope for you. Thank, thank you, Master. I, I will change a little bit the the focal point, and instead of of with with my husband. In this case, I wouldn't be like, you know what, I'm worried about our kid, but I would be more kind and compassionate, like, why are you so worried about it? You know, we raise a beautiful kid, he's strong, he has a beautiful family, so just don't worry too much about him, trust him, trust what we did in all these years. That's besides the point, man, It's that he doesn't trust her, that's what she feels, she has to fake it. That's precisely the psychology behind it. If you try to tell him that, if she tries to tell him that, trust me, I, you know, you have to trust me, I know what I'm doing. He says, precisely, I don't trust you. I know you don't know what you're doing. Yeah? So that's why she, she feels compelled to fake it. That's how she gets along. That's how she maintains peace in a family and trust in a family. And that's Mahayana. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of, you know, this is, and people say she learned it from Weimount Temple. <laughs> this is why I'm shocked. Yes, three. No, nothing to say. I, I see why Vicky does it, but it's too tiring to keep faking it every day. So this person here says, yeah, and I see why it's important to fake it, but then it's too tiring for me, so I don't care anymore. That's nonchalance. It's even worse. Uh, yes, uh, six. Uh. Well, Venerable, you can get away with it because you're a left-home person, and you don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> but if you were a lay person, married for 40 years, after 40 years, she still feels compelled to fake it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that's a lot of suffering. Mm -hmm. 40 lot years of, of suffering. Yeah. Yeah, yes, seven. Yeah. Now he agrees with her. Seven and six are in cahoots. 
He said, please fake it, please fake it, he says. <laughs> after, after many years of marriage, Master, if you don't fake it sometimes, you're going to end up sounding like Archie Bunker. <laughs> now he's quoting Archie Bunker, who's a dead man. He can't even defend for himself. Yes, three. <sighs> I feel if you fake it, then you're adjusting to him. But if you don't fake it, then he'll have to adjust to you. But the point here is that she knows he'll never adjust to her. That's what she believes. Mm, they'll usually adjust. After 40 years? After trust me, trust me. She tried everything. At first Even after everything she learned from our temple, she tried it too. And it still doesn't work. That's why he says, I continue to fake, okay? Because the only way, that, that's the only thing that works. You have to understand the psychology here. Okay? You don't understand. That's why you say, oh, you don't, you know, uh, you don't have to. But she's saying that, I have to. With all the wisdom and the clear-headedness I have developed from doing Chan, I feel now vindicated I need that I need to fake it. Yes, six. But Master, I, I do think there, that through my actions of the way I... I you fake it. No, not that part. But the rest of what I do, I go to temple... I learn from what I do here at the so, temple. So you go to the temple to learn how to fake better. <laughs> no, 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 no. That the rest of what I do, <laughs> everything I do is not fake, Master. Only the one thing that you fake. Pretty much. <laughs> but the rest of it, uh, my going to temple. Let me tell you, I... I search all my, my records. In Mahayana, I don't know how to deal with the person who fakes it this way. <laughs> Please, someone help me out. Yes, go for it. Uh, Amrita Master. Uh, I think, I think uh, you should uh, uh, be calm and uh, listen to the uh, situation or the story uh, people tell and uh, give them the best advice or, or um, give them the, uh, the um, comfort or, you know, so they, they are less worried. But uh, you're supposed to be yourself and not uh, get emotional, um, attached to the uh, to 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 the um, uh, to the son, your daughter, or or in this situation that uh, uh, her husband worry about um, about her son um, uh, go to San Diego and then um, the storm come in. Um, it, same situation happened to me uh, last week. Uh, my son uh, went uh, with uh, his. Um, uh, colleagues uh, to uh, the um, river near um, uh, Northern California in um, what what um, what the town there in um, uh, in uh, near Napa, and uh, they they plan to uh, go on the uh, be on, on the boat and then just uh, sail along the river and then have a good time and so. 
but then, then on the trip, they both uh, get uh, hit by uh, branches and uh, get punctured, and then uh, water get in, and they have to jump into the river and then pull the boat in, and it's uh, and the, the current also, you know, pull it away and thing very very uh, like scary thing, and then. Um, finally, they get the boat into the shore, and then they said uh, they asked the bystander not how far from the bus stop and how far to the, the place they park uh, their car. And then one of them, the other people said, it's about three minutes walking. And then my son said, oh, very, uh, very close by, so I can go over to the parking and then get our car, come over, and then ask for help. But then he found out, he went out to the freeway and, and then the, the car passed by very fast. And then uh, after about 10 minutes walking, he realized that, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, he's not going to make it. And it looks very far away. He began to run along the freeway. Very dangerous, you know, in my mind, he said, because I, I've been on the, uh, on the field taking picture, you know, here and there in the freeway and very dangerous. Because um, especially the people who live near the area, they drive up and down the freeway so many times. They drive, but they don't even look. So if you are over there by accident, they can hit you, and then you are gone. And he, he also realized that very dangerous. And then he, and then he, he ran for uh, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, about three miles and then finally get into the car and then come over and then help his friend. So, so there, in, in, in the way he, he tells story, because I, I've been in that situation, so I know it's very dangerous, and my wife is so shaking, and oh, that is very emotional. But, but I, I'm in myself, somehow, when I, when I listen to it, um, it uh, I, I know the, it's, it's dangerous, but it, not many emotional, uh, uh, you know, come up in, 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 in myself. And then I know for sure that uh, he will be okay because he, he has blessing. Uh, I told him also that, you know, uh, uh, there's several mistakes you make in this trip there that uh, you go on the, uh, on the boat and think you have to plan for the worst. And then you, you, you never go to uh, run along the freeway, you know, that, that uh, you, have, uh, you, you get killed by, by instant. That's how accidents happen in, on the freeway, and they advise you never get out of the car. Because you get out of the car, you begin to look here and there, then the other car come and hit you. So, so you make a And in Texas, the drivers uh, go for the Ill illegal aliens on the freeway. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the most dangerous things, and you can kill yourself. But then I, I told him that, uh, you know, uh, you learn your lesson and, and don't do that again. But, you know, uh, or not because of that, you, 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 you don't go trip and, you know, have fun with your friend. I, I encourage that. But um, in, back in my mind, I, I told him that, uh, that, uh, that the only merit, a blessing can save you, you know, out of this trouble because uh, I realize uh, life is very fragile. Um, you, you, you make one mistake and you're gone. And, 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 and without merit and, and blessing, it, uh, you, you can be gone by any time. So, 
So it's a lesson learned, but uh, also because of that, um, my wife, you know, he's, she's not very uh, worried about that. And, and, and as, as much from, uh, so when she first heard about that from the beginning, but, uh, but it's very serious. And I think the, the storm coming into San Diego is just a fraction of what happened to my son. But I think you have to be calm and you have to tell the situation and, 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 and explain things. So, uh, so you know, yourself, your family and uh, whoever involved uh, get calm and learn out of it instead of uh, faking it, you know, because uh, uh, I, I stop faking it, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I never do that. I just... Uh, you uh, used to fake it, you mean? When he said, I stop faking it, meaning you used to fake it. Um, a little bit in the old days, I think a long time ago, but... Uh, but so now men also fake it. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it's not a good thing. You, you have to be, be honest to yourself because that's the first start. Where do you learn to fake it? Not at our temple. Yeah, not, not <laughs> Just for the record, for official record. It, uh, it, you have to be true to yourself first. And, and uh, before you can, you, you can uh, do something else or help others. If you fake it, you, you, can, you can not even help yourself. You cannot help. Okay, that sounds very good. Very, very nice. But where did you learn uh, to, to fake it? <laughs> Because uh, growing up in Vietnam, you... Oh, that's Vietnam. That's different. <laughs> you know, the, the, the Kung Fu Chi or what the thing you, you, you have been with okay. other... You okay, have, now. You know, those, those are things. Okay, okay, okay. And what did you learn, what you learned to stop faking it? At Gold Force, I think. Gold Force, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Brownie points. Okay. And let's ask the Vietnamese old monk here. Uh, how would you handle this? You have a Vietnamese guy who no longer fakes it, and you have some people up here who still fakes it after 40 years. Where, where does Buddhism uh, stand on this? Thì là Phật con nghĩ là cái gì nó xảy ra cho cá nhân mình á thì mình ráng mình chịu mà cho người khác dầu là con mình chồng mình người ngoài đó mà có cái tình thương mình lo lắng cho họ là cái chuyện đương nhiên chứ không cần gì phải giáo bộ hay là mình lo thiệt gì hết hay là con chó con mèo nó bị thương mình cũng tội nghiệp mình giúp nó chứ không phải giáo bộ là thương nó hay là không thương mà hết sức mình giúp được cái gì là giúp không giúp được thì mình tỏ cái đồng cảm còn nếu cá nhân cá mình cá nhân mình bị sức tay gãy gọng bị chết đi thì không có phiền não tại vì mình cái nghiệp mình mình chịu mà người ta chưa được thì mình phải thương cảm người ta và đồng cảm với người ta bằng thật tình chứ không phải giả bộ như lục tổ dạy vậy đó ok translation Amita, for Master, I think that whatever happened to ourselves personally, we just have to learn to endure it. However, if it happened to other people, like our family, our son, or so on, uh, we just have to have the kindness and compassion and caring and worry for others. That is the, the natural things. However, we don't have to fake it 
whether we love or not, don't have to fake it, we just try our best to help. And if we cannot help them, we just have a uh, share the dumb cam. We just have the sympathy for them. And empathy. Empathy for them. Mm. Uh, but you just have to love and empathy for them. It's come from our uh, heart. Uh, be honest. Don't try to fake it, just like our six patriots taught us. Okay. Mm. Anyone else would like to uh, state their stance on faking it? Dewey, do you like your wife to fake it? Ah, uh, hello, master. I'm I'm weak, so I prefer faking. <laughs> you weak, therefore you don't fake it. So you you let your wife fake it. I prefer faking. <laughs> <laughs> He said, honey, fake it, fake it. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> For my sake, fake it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that, 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 uh, that people are so strange. <laughs> uh, so what's the final word? Do we fake it or we don't we fake it? Okay? I sympathize, first of all. You have to have some sympathy and compassion for the young lady here who feels compelled to fake it after 40 years of marriage. That is sad. <laughs> that is a lot of suffering. You know, that sounds to me like a lot of oppression. Okay, and that is, uh, you feel that you must fake it because otherwise there will be war. It's much easier to fake it, and you 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 uh, you 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 sweep it under the rug, okay, yourself, uh, and you can do that. And there's a price to pay when you fake it. I stand with uh, the old abbot. His advice is sound, very sound. I clarify it for you. Okay, his stand is wise. Uh, if you fake it, sir, if you want your wife to fake it, okay, uh, then uh, in your relationship, uh, there is a crack. Because like it or not, even though your husband, your wife doesn't know you're faking it, but uh, their Buddha nature knows. And that's a seed of mistrust that will sprout in the future in your relationship. You're assuming that as long as they don't know it's okay? No, it isn't. You're wrong because the seed of discontent, of mistrust, uh, is sown every single time you fake it. Okay? And that's 
destructive to relationships. Relationships are built on trust. And if you feel compelled to, to fake it, then no matter how justified you are, uh, you are probably uh, not uh, in a good position. Okay. Now, I also, on the other hand, I also empathize with the fact that you feel compelled to do it. Okay, because there's no other way. Because uh, that's the uh, what you call an expedient, uh, and for the sake of the family, for the peace in the family of the relationship. Because he doesn't get it. What are you supposed to do? Okay. Uh, uh, the second reason I'm tell you not to fake it is because. Uh, when every time you lie, uh, you're breaking precepts. It's not good for you. It doesn't matter what you think uh, in terms of experience, that it's desirable, but every time you, you, you tell a lie okay, to someone, especially someone you love, someone close to you, it's very, very bad for you. Hmm. That's why the Buddha, the Buddha taught us not to lie. It's a very strong, compelling reason. When you go against the precepts, and particularly that of lying, hear what's going to do to you this very lifetime. Never mind about, yes, I get away with it because after 40 years, I know that's it. You know, I, have not, I don't have much time left together, therefore, you know, it's okay. But let me tell you, the... The problem of, of, of you faking it right now, this very lifetime, okay, uh, not, not, not having, not talking about just waiting for the mistress, the seats of mistress to, to mature. We're talking right now, immediately. If you, on purpose, fake it and mislead someone, someone close to you, very close to you, there's a very, very serious problem. What is it? A uh, therapist who just walked in. That's all you need. You know? I, talk, I took long sentences so that you breathed in very quickly. Say, see, this woman here, after 40 years being married to her husband, she says she's been faking it. <laughs> and she says, I cannot tell him the truth. <laughs> and she stands by it. I said, that's it. And then the G.I. Joe in front of you right there says, I agree, please, hallelujah, save me. <laughs> okay? And the young man in go for it says, I'm weak. My wife can fake all she wants. <laughs> Just don't hurt me. <laughs> so, so as a therapist, do you have any problems, any advice you can give them? Okay, free professional advice, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry, Master, what was <laughs> the context for the question? I, didn't, I missed the first part of this. We're talking about women faking it. <laughs> what else do you need oh. to know? Oh? <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I, I let you settle down. <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> I just thought I'd give her a hard time. Uh, okay, there's a big problem you have right away if you fake it, no matter how justified you feel. Okay, we have a problem if you fake it because you feel compelled to fake it. Okay, uh, then you have a problem with Chan immediately. Your Chan practice uh, has tremendous obstructions. By that very thought, there you says, "I'm going to fake it." Because that's the best thing possible. Okay, meaning that if you remember uh, principle number five, or number six, or whatever, uh, it says, "Is it the case that do I lie?" If you fake it, meaning you're lying, that is detrimental to your Chan practice. Let me tell you, it's so damaging to your time practice a lot more than you people realize. This is why we tell you, don't lie, don't fake it, because it's very, very damaging to your time practice, your spiritual path. It's that serious. Okay? I urge you to reconsider, because it's very harmful to you to your spiritual path, to your spiritual practice. Yes, DTT. Uh, Master, I, I had a question. Is it uh, considered dishonest if you are um, afflicted, but you endure affliction and you don't react? Okay, we, we, we come to that. Okay, uh, we come to that. Uh, let give me time to think. I mean, <laughs> but you see, I'm talking about immediate consequences in your spiritual path. If, let me stress again, if you lie in any form on purpose, no matter how justified you feel, okay, you are hurting yourself immediately. Okay. Are there any exceptions? Yes. The exception is when I say it's okay for you to fake it. It's okay for you to lie. Then it's okay. But until then, don't lie, please. Because you're only hurting yourself. It's very small gain you're getting, and yet it's so damaging to you. You, for example, in her case, she fakes it to her husband, okay? Uh, but the alternative could be that you're willing to pay the price, okay? Okay? And, and you find out that over time, uh, the price gets smaller and smaller every time, that you don't have to fake it. You choose not to fake it. Because he will adjust. You're assuming the husband cannot handle it, like Dewey. You know, the husband is a lot stronger than Dewey. Dewey prefers his wife fakes it, but your husband prefers that you trust him more. Because I met your husband. Okay? Uh, so anyway, it's just my personal opinion. In principle, it's not a good idea at all. 
okay, to fake it. Mm. For two reasons, long term, you sow the seeds of discord, of mistrust, okay, and it's damaging to your relationship, okay, and number two, immediate results, you're harming your spiritual practice because you're doing it deliberately. That's not healthy for you, all right? Uh, so uh, let me go back. I have 10 more minutes, so I'm trying to, I try to wrap it up. I originally asked you about afflictions. Afflictions is when you have a negative reaction, a positive reaction, a neutral reaction to something. And people talk, oh, I don't like it, or I like it. And they all are afflictions. And the reason we are bringing it up is because afflictions is what in a China world called an outflow. You're losing your qi, you're losing your energy. Okay? Afflictions equals outflows, meaning you're losing it. You're losing, uh, you're having a drainage of. If like you have an EV battery, okay, and you're worried about that mileage so much for you, okay, you're worried, I do have enough to go home, and guess what? Your battery being drained constantly, which will add to your worries, okay? So afflictions are a drain on your energy, on your resources, on your well-being, whatever you hold precious, important to you, is draining it. That's why afflictions are not desirable to anyone. Okay? Problem is that no ordinary people don't know what to do with it. So they know it's not desirable. So what are they going to do? They say, there's nothing I can do. So they ignore it. So that's why they turn a blind eye on their afflictions. In the world of Chan, we recognize that afflictions is a drain of our resources, our precious resources that we depend on for our well-being, okay? our happiness, ourselves, and therefore we try to avoid the drainage. Okay. Question is, can we have no afflictions? The Hinayana people would say, yes, desirable for you to have no afflictions. Okay? So the question, the point here is, how do you have no afflictions? You have no afflictions by entering samadhi. Meaning you walk around in samadhi, nothing bothers you. Okay? People around you are all afflicted, but you are unruffled. You're as cool as a cucumber, British cucumber, English cucumber. You like those two? Yeah, yeah, crunchy and, uh, uh, okay. So you walk around unafflicted, everyone around you afflicted. That's what the Hinayana practitioners advocate, okay? If your wife afflicted, okay? doesn't afflict me. 
Husband afflicted, I'm not going to fake it. I don't care. Dewey is afflicted. Too bad. Okay? So the only way for you to not be afflicted is to enter samadhi. And you, in learning meditation, can do that. You can enter samadhi while you sit down or when you're walking. You can you develop skills to do that. It's very advantageous because you're conserving your energy. Your EV will last longer and will, will bring you home. So far, so good? Okay. Only drawback is that in order for you to be unafflicted, you need to shield yourself from everyone else. Okay? You need to sever that connection. If your wife is afflicted, you say, okay, honey, you're afflicted, but I don't see why you're afflicted. Okay? And it's not necessarily good for your wife. It's only good for you. So in Mahayana, especially Chan, we don't advocate it. We don't advocate you should be unafflicted. You should... You should not care that your wife is afflicted, your husband is afflicted. You should not care that she feels compelled to fake it. Okay? It bothers you. If you have wisdom, shouldn't it bother you that you, whatever you did, would make your wife compelled to fake it? If you say, okay, it's her life, you know, it's not my choice, but, you know, but it's her life, then there's a lack of compassion there. Agree? So that's why in Mahayana, uh, we don't advocate for you not to be afflicted, to be unafflicted. We advocate for you to be afflicted, but, but, Chop it at the right time. Okay? The bond happens when you go out on the river with your friend is to bond with your friend. When you go to the movie with your husband is to bond your husband. Don't go there to the movies and then chop it off because you don't want to be afflicted. Then it defeats the purpose of trying to bond. Yes? Trying to have, build a life together. Right? It's a lack of wisdom there, a lack of caring, lack of compassion there. Okay? So in, in Chan, we say, you afflicted, fine. Recognize your affliction and you're developing skills to deal with your afflictions. Yes, seven. So that would, so that would mean that uh, you'd make note of it, but don't respond to it. That would be what you're saying. That would actually be the occurrence. Uh, and someone, instead of getting afflicted, they make note of it, but they're not responding to it. In other words, they're not offering their emotional response. No. No. No? Not at all. You don't have a heart at all, do you, sir? 
You prefer your wife uh, fix it. I made a note of that. <laughs> yes, too, in the back. He prefers his wife to fix it, too, I imagine. I, well, I, I have a different example. I, I work with a lot of different people, and some of them, some of them cause me quite a lot of disturbance. Uh, but, Afflictions. Yeah. Yes. And, but in a work setting, you have to interact. I mean, it's part of the job. And you, if, you know, if, you, if you ignore someone for too long, it, it, it's, it's, it's disruptive. So uh, the only way I realize what you're saying is you have to interact with a person. And I know I'm being afflicted in the moment. But then later on, I have to go recover. Ah. Uh, either, either by sitting, cross my legs, or whatever. And then ah. I noticed over time that the intensity of the affliction is decreasing with those people, but yeah. it, it takes time. Yeah, very good. A very, very, very concrete, real example there. Yes, Seven, you still uh, insist on your wife faking it. I don't, I don't understand the, the analogy. You don't understand? What's wrong with her faking it? The analogy of uh, uh, someone faking it, and then work to not be afflicted, but somehow recognize it, but don't respond to it. No, sir. That's not, that's not practical. The truth is, that the reality is what, what uh, uh, San Diego man just said. Yeah. So, he's talking that... For the sake of working with others, uh, connecting with others, uh, building a relationship with others, a productive relationship with others, you have to accept that you're going to be afflicted because they are afflicted. So, <laughs> If they're afflicted and you say, what's the problem, man? I don't understand. What's your problem, man? How would he feel? So what he said is very wise. He says, now... He's afflicted. My colleague's afflicted. Okay? Uh, I, it's okay for me to be afflicted because that's normal. So we're coping. Because if he, he, a co-worker provokes me on purpose to afflict me, if I say, I don't, I don't you can't afflict me. That's insulting. Okay? So the, the middle way is that you have to Experience a certain amount of affliction, but do not, but do not let it overwhelm you and right. give yourself a chance to recover, okay? Not later, or recover when it's necessary. He says later. What he means, what he meant is that, is that you make sure that your affliction does not get out of control, meaning recover a bit here, maybe take a, take a breath, a deep breath, while you still having heated exchange, okay, so you cool down, and then you pick it up again, but you make sure it does not, your affliction does not get out of control. Is that clear? And then, and then, when you have a chance, sneak out and recover fully, okay? Because you don't want to be afflicted, because when you're afflicted, your head is no, no longer clear, okay? You're making wrong decisions. You're only hurting yourself. All the decisions you make tend to hurt you when you're afflicted. Yes, go forth. Amitofo Master, 
But what happens if in the situation that we are describing, when your coworker is trying you to get afflicted, you don't get afflicted? There's a, there's, a, there's a case where you choose not to get afflicted because you want to punish your co-worker. No, you want to attack the co-worker and say, you're an idiot. Okay? That happens when you are in position of power. When you need to assert your power and your authority, and you say, you can't afflict me. I'm the boss. Okay, you're not my peer. You cannot, you cannot afflict me. It's your choice. Okay? And my point here is you can choose to be afflicted based on your wisdom. Whereas ordinary people have no choice. They're afflicted right away. And they get their afflictions keep on growing. And, and, and and spin out of control. Yes, five. Th thank you, Master. Um, I want to go back a little bit to <laughs> Vicky's situation. And um, I don't know Vicky's husband, but my wife, ever since we met, she has never faked anything. And in the beginning, I was so afflicted. I was so immature. But because she wasn't doing that, I had to think and change myself. So maybe when we are faking it, we are stopping others from that moment of growth. I, I, that's what really helped me a lot, and I'm grateful for that today. Thank you, Master. Okay, you have a good wife who doesn't fake. <laughs> yes, go for us. Sorry, I forgot to turn off the camera. Okay, okay. Are we okay today? Okay? Uh, so you understand the process. It's okay to be afflicted, but as long as you don't let it get out of control because you develop the skills to recover from your afflictions. That's why you don't need to be afraid to be afflicted. That's a Mahayana approach. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone. Good discussion today.